Wow, look at that giant thing. This is Parlance from the Fresher and Parlance show. And, and yeah, you're saying my and, and uh-huh. this is Fresher. Also, in the namesake of Fresher and Parlance show, I'm Fresher. I was going to say, and this, is and, and this is episode number 97. 90, 97. The old 97s, as they say. The good old 97. And it's a happy single de Maya. Cinco de Mayo today. I, that wasn't even on the notes. That's off the cuff. Off the cuff. Look at you. You're just pulling things up. Pulling things up. <laughs> Trying to get it in early since, like, uh, just going to be talking about your your stuff the whole time. Ugh. Oh, ooh. Well, guess what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to just start deleting stuff from the sheet. And then, then what? Then what? Start deleting stuff? I'll look in the history. <laughs> <laughs> just keep putting it back. God. Damn you, Google! But, uh, but it's been a while. We have not. I have been so not. I was trying to update my computer, and it wasn't working. So I didn't even get the graphic up for our episode until today, our last episode. And the podcast version is still not up. It's only YouTube. Yeah, and so eat that, fuckheads. We should try to get like a YouTube Red channel. That would be cool. I think that would be more effort. But I've been seeing some cool shows like be presented on YouTube Red. I don't even know what YouTube Red is. It sounds like uh, RedTube. It's the pay YouTube. Oh, oh. So what? What do you get for what do you get for being in Red? Uh, I mean, you get no ads and unlimited music things, and you can play background on your phone and stuff. It's a, oh. it's like, but it comes with Google Music also. Oh, interesting. Okay, well that's interesting. Uh, what do we have and to do like, to be part of that? I think it's like ten dollars a month. It's just like a Netflix or something, but they're just they have original content also. But it's more like from YouTube celebrity people, you know. Oh yeah, um, and and that's we are certainly not a YouTube celebrity. Uh, yeah, we are. We're YouTube celebrities. People say uh, it on the street. That's true, true. That, but they knew us beforehand. I've, I, it's, frankly, sometimes I'm not even sure my friends know who I am. <laughs> I know, right? But, so yeah. Anyway, that's fine. It's so there's been a, you're gone all the time. Let me just tell you something. There's been much hullabaloo about our network lately, about the Has numbers. There? Yeah, about numbers and downloads and all that garbage. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you're aware of these things. I'm not. All. But what about it? So apparently we are the second or we, depending on how you read it, uh, we are the second, the worst or the second to worst. So I, so uh, here's what I say to that. (laughs) Screw you. I don't care. I don't mind being the bottom. Yeah. I mean, like we made this network. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Long box heroes has been doing it for probably. I mean, not made like, like made it like, you know, popular not physically made it oh i, I see like we brought saying. a lot to it you know i i guess i mean you know we we're did the only bring, ones on youtube it is the, we are the only ones on youtube actually i think prodigal sons might have taken like titty shots of like women and then put their sound on it just to try to drive views oh yeah that the, totally works for like the first 15 episodes or so 
But um, anyway, but that's, I, that's, if I clicked on that, I'd just be super disappointed. Like it's not like that gets you like initial views, but nobody watches. Yeah, well, I mean, frankly, they don't need uh, they don't need naked women to display their boobery. <laughs> oh, those boobs! Yeah, you got where I was going with that. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, Jared, in particular, from the Prodigal Sons podcast, has a lot of resentment because I think Puzzle Warriors Three is uh, is kicking butt and taking names because they're making. Wait, why is that resentment? I don't know because he doesn't like people, other people's success potentially. But what about Longbox Heroes? That's the most successful one, right? Uh, I think they're neck and neck. I think, but I think consistently. Puzzle oh no, Warriors. I mean then the Jared's one. Yeah, but I think that was just established that that they were never going to beat them, and now this because Ian, who's on both shows, um. Is is he's on Prodigal Sons and he had been doing that for a very long time and then just started doing the Puzzle Warriors three and now that one's way bigger. Oh so, yeah, so uh, it's like pretty much just Jared. Jared's <laughs> fault. He's holding them down. It seems to be. Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, like the numbers are in. The numbers are like, in. The, what they changed is they just took off Jared and now it's the most popular, second most popular. Second. Show. Well, so they're the second least popular behind us. But hey, we have more followers. We also have, I couldn't figure out our I was trying to figure out our downloads today on our server and I couldn't even do it. So it doesn't even matter. Um, but I oh, did yeah. want to uh, get off our network chat here and quickly discuss um, my trip to Scotland. I have a funny oh, man, story. Scotland. That, yeah. So I've been in Scotland for the last uh, roughly 10 days. And uh, a beautiful country. I don't know, Fresher. Have you ever been to Scotland? I have not been to Scotland. The only I've only been to Ireland, Netherlands, and the UK. Okay, so well, well, technically Scotland is the UK. Uh, I thought it's part of the. Oh yeah, I guess so. So it's more than the Commonwealth, right? Uh, no, it's more than the Commonwealth. It's like part of the United Kingdom. So like if you were to look up Scotland, sometimes it doesn't even show up. So, you know, if you, you know, sometimes on country drop down lists, like Scotland won't even be there because it's just considered part of the UK. Oh yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, anyway. Makes sense. I mean, it's not, it's, I guess the other Commonwealth ones are actually like, countries. Yeah. Like Australia, New Zealand, Canada, et cetera, et cetera. Um, actually, I don't know. Is, is. Canada uh, a um I think that it is yeah the queen's on the money the queen and not and we're not talking Freddie Mercury queen here folks oh. oh um so I have this story that I haven't told to you yet so this is gonna be your first time hearing it um I so we had you know we generally do a lot of planning for the the trip like it's all sometimes there's been times where I've done itineraries like hour by hour in a Google spreadsheet so that I could track how we're going to drive to a place, how much time we're going to spend at that place. And yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. So uh, this trip, I sort of did that for the first couple days, but I didn't do it for the, the next few days. So I had a rough agenda, but I didn't have a firm agenda. But we always, you know, we do all the bookings in, in advance. So one of the bookings we did in advance was the car rental. And uh, the car rental, we could, we were having problems because – there, a lot of the places require you have insurance, otherwise you have to pay for the insurance. Okay, so you know what I mean. Like, there's the extra. 
usually your credit card covers it. And uh, so they had all these stipulations. We we booked it on Expedia, and you know Expedia is always like no fees, this or that or the other, right? It's like what you pay here is is what you get, right? And uh, yeah. so the price of the thing, I believe it was roughly let's say three hundred and some bucks, right? For the for the eight days or ten days or however long we were there on the ground, right? And uh, so we get to the uh, the dealership, and I. I had contacted my credit card company, got proof of coverage on my credit card. Um, and there was like another coverage documentation for- I everything. always wonder how that works. So you just like photocopy or contact them or something? No, so I, I contacted the uh, credit card company uh, yeah. and, then I had, and then I had them send me an email with the coverage. Uh, so interesting. Like, right, so I printed all that shit out. We had it all ready to go. Plus we had some travel insurance, all that stuff. So we get to the airport, we land, and uh, we're looking for the the place. And it was this, I think it was called, um, and I want to get it right because this this company, I'm kind of garbage. Uh, <laughs> I believe it Easy Rent, but it might have been Fox Rental. Um, yeah. So we asked the travel agent, she's like, there is no Fox Rental here that's run by Easy Rent. And uh, they're not on premise. You have to like call them, and and she's like, "But I'll call them for you." Which was, by the way, this is like classic. Typically, everyone in Scotland was like super nice and willing to help me, and everyone, yeah. you know. And they were like, "Okay, so you you know, we'll call them and just go over there, and and they'll pick you up in this area." So we get it's fine. They pick us up. We get to the um, the <clears throat> rental agency, and uh, we at, we you know we hand our sheet to them, and there's like, "Well, you have to do this if you don't have that." And I'm like, "Got that." throw it down and they're like eh, if you don't do this we got it you have to do that and i like got that and you know so we didn't want to pay for the extra insurance because it, it starts to get pretty expensive with the insurance on top of it and uh he's like well okay so um thank you for providing all that paperwork not a lot of people do that but um so uh since you're not going to take the i forget what uh, what if it's ldw or cd you know there's all those different like liability versus collision yeah yeah and uh, he's like, well, since you're not going to get that, we uh, typically put a hold on the card. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the hold on the card? He's like, well, since you're not uh, electing to take the, uh, the the collision insurance or whatever it was, um, uh, we we put a hold on your card, the value of the car. Well, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, barely anyone's card even has that much. And I'm like, well, how much is that? And they're like, oh, well, let me see what the car you're renting. He's like, it'll well, we it's it's over, but we limit it, we cap it. It's eighteen thousand pounds. <laughs> so just so you know, eighteen thousand pounds. Well, let me see if I could do the rough math here. Eighteen thousand pounds is roughly twenty-seven thousand dollars, like yeah. give or take. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Like that, pretty much. And yeah, uh, yeah he's like, yeah, well, because you know, we we don't, you know, just because you. And then on top of that, he goes. Oh, and if something does happen to the car, we immediately release that hold. We charge you the full amount, and then you have to deal with that through your insurance. So they're totally fucking scamming. They're yeah, that's like, ridiculous. Total scam job. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like basically you called out all their actual things, and they're just like, "Well, I mean, you kind of have to get it because uh, that's just how it goes." <laughs> right. So, so they say that, and I'm like, "That doesn't seem right. That seems a little sketchy." So, like quickly called uh, like Hertz because I knew there was a Hertz at the airport. And he's like, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Go like, go c- do what you need to do. Come back whenever you need to do it. So I call Hertz and Hertz didn't have any of this craziness, right? But, yeah. you, could al- but you could also not 
with Hertz, like everything was included in the price and it was roughly 500 and like, I forget. It was like five, almost 600 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so any case, I forget exactly what we determined or why we determined. We decided that, okay, we're going to finally go with these guys because it did seem to be slightly cheaper than Hertz. Um, and I can't remember the exact math of it all, but it, it, I think ultimately it did end up being like almost like 500 and some dollars. We upgraded to a diesel car because the guy convinced us that we would get better miles per gallon. Okay. Yeah. Another four pounds per day. For oh, it's that. Extra. It costs more, but he's like, you'll save on gas. Yeah. You'll save on gas. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Right. Like t- those savings are so minuscule. It's not even worth the trouble. All right, so now we this was like we got off the plane, we had not really slept now, and we're like dealing with what I feel. You know when you you have like, oh, this is like total fucking shadiness kind of thing. Yeah. I, you know, you know, they give that internal alarm where like this doesn't seem right, but you're like, eh, do I really want to say something? And I, and I was kind of like being aggressive, but also not because I just didn't really want to be an asshole. Yeah. Um, and we just ultimately went with, we ended up getting the insurance. So that increased the price. We ended up upgrading to the diesel car. That increased the price. And we and then on top of that, they didn't include what they said was supposed to be included, which was the the, the liability, like everyone in, in Scotland, when you rent a car, you have to get that. Yeah. So we had, we had all this upcharge, like all these upcharges. So the 200 and whatever, do, I forget exact. This is, I'm not speaking, I forget what it, but it effectively tripled the cost of the car. From so what it was we, more than Hertz? When it was ended up being probably more than Hertz by maybe $100, okay? Yeah. So uh, we, we and, and then they made us pay up front, which usually never happens with the, oh, I forgot. There's another reason why there was another charge. They charge you for the gas that was in the car. Really? What? <laughs> they said that there was 30 pounds worth of gasoline in the car and that you paid for that. But when you return it, you don't have to fill it up. You could just return it whatever. Right? Yeah. So we're like, uh, that's weird because we've done that before where you prepay a full tank of yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... But it, it's always a pain in the ass because you want to literally coast in with like no fuel. Otherwise you didn't really make money back, you know? Yeah. So anyway, it was just a total, this, I would never recommend using this. We still have to communicate with Expedia because Expedia said there would be no fees and there was like three or four fees built into that were not included in that rate. So we're left with a sour taste in our mouth, but we're like, whatever we get on the road. It's great. I don't want to get into the long story short, like the seventh day in we're heading over to the Isle of Sky, Right. Yeah. And uh, we had just spent the day driving down like maybe three hours in the car. We had put just under a thousand miles on the car uh, for the, t- the total of the trip. And uh, miles or kilometers. Do they use miles? They use miles there. Yeah. And, oh. uh, and they drive on the left. <clears throat> and so uh, it's funny because when I was driving back, I didn't do any of the driving. I was doing all the navigating. But we were coming back from to go pick up our dog from the sitter. When I was making a right turn, I almost got into the, the left lane. It was so close. Like I was like, well, and I like quickly like made the extra effort to get into the right lane. Um, so we're about, I'm, I go to pump gas. So I'm we're at zero or whatever. We're very close to zero. I'm pumping the gas into the car. Okay. Diesel, and, right? Uh, d- yeah, diesel. Well, yeah, this is where the story is, right? 
So uh, I, I feel I, I, you know, shake off the thing and I shove it back into the thing and I look down and I, I just filled our diesel car with 30 pounds or 30 lead, pretty much 30 liters of unleaded fuel. <laughs> yeah. And so two th- like, I didn't even realize because their green is unleaded. Oh, really? Oh, they have, yeah, yeah standard thing? Their handles, you know how our handles green is diesel? Yeah. Not there. It's reversed. Uh, so diesel's weird. actually black and unleaded is green. So I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, shit. I like, know. Yeah. What can you even do? So I'm, I quickly, I'm like, I go to my wife. I was like, uh, uh, I just filled the car with unleaded gasoline. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I, I filled the car. I'm, I, I was like, I got to go talk to the, uh, I got to go talk to the gas gasoline attendant yeah the gas station or whatever so um i'm kind of freaking out at this point i know i don't know what i would do at all <laughs> so i don't know the solution to that so i called i went into the the uh i walked into the store and i went to the guy I was like so um i just p- put unleaded fuel into my diesel and he's like looks down at his monitor and he goes like yep and i'm like <laughs> So, uh, what do I do? He's like, he's like, uh, don't, he's like, don't turn the car on. He's like, don't yeah. turn the car. On. I'm like, I'm like, what well, we have? And he's like, good, don't do it. And he, he's like, here, call them up. And then he call, he gives me a phone and it starts ringing. And they're like, hello. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I put diesel fuel in my car. Uh, I'm sorry, unleaded fuel in my diesel car. I don't know what to do. Where are you? Oh, I'm at this central whatever gas station, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, uh, we'll be there very soon. At this point, I'm like, uh, okay. And I'm like, oh, God. Do you know who it was? He just called it? He just called some place. He just called a place, like a local whatever, mechanic or whatever. Yeah. He says it happens there, I guess, once a week (laughs) at his gas gas station. Yeah. Yeah. so I, I get outside, I, you know, I'm like, don't turn the car on, don't turn the car on. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I see like three guys walk up and, you know, like their full mechanic jumpsuits, gray suits. And they're all like grizzly, grumpy, Scottish mechanics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I could barely understand them. Like, so I go, Hey guys, here's the car. The freaking mechanic garage is literally attached to the, the gas station. So they were there yeah. within like two minutes, uh, which is good. So I, um, I'm trying to explain to them, and they're like, uh, and they're just like kind of staring at me. They're like looking at dogs. It's like this really awkward thing. So they first quote me 120 pounds, okay? Yeah. To, to get the gas out. I'm like, oh, how are you going to do it? Well, we have to like, they're like, we just have to pull it out. And they're like, did you turn the car? And I'm like, no. They're like, good. Because then if you did that, we might have to replace some filters and blah, 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 blah. Because I guess it like strips the... the yeah, diesel. it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. And so they then they're like, but... So the one guy says 120 pounds. And he's like, oh, we got to go talk to our boss to see how much it actually costs. So the price goes from $120 to 210... I'm sorry, 120 pounds. Pounds, to, yeah. To 210 pounds. And, uh, and then, so then they're like, and then like, but we'll give it to you 150. And I told my wife, I was like 120. 
and then it went to what 210 then it went to 150 and she's like well what happened to 120 i'm like i don't know what's happening right now like they're just like throwing numbers yeah, at me. i know because <laughs> like, that's stupid rental place so so i'm like uh i'm like uh i don't know what to do like i'm like well you said 120 and they're like well we it's 210 and we're giving it to you for 150 so you you want it or not? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like I don't even know what to do. Like I don't know. Is there another place to do this? Like who could do it or whatever? Like you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like screwed. So I'm like, fine, fine, fine. One fifty, fine. One fifty, 150 pounds. By the way, 30 pounds of gasoline in the car as well. I had to pay for that too. So that was 180. And you pounds. don't get it back or anything? No, I don't get it back. What am I going to do? And also, what oh, am yeah, I going to do with it? Yeah. Um. So so we end up they. I they they put we push the car because the, it's kind of close, but then we have to p- push it. So they're pushing it, and they're like, "Oh, you go help us here, whatever." That my terrible Scottish accent, and they're like, <laughs> "That was not Scottish." Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. help you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. What are you do? Could you help me see and push this thing up the hill? And so, like, we, <laughs> I have to. So I had to push it up the hill with them. And I was kind of like on the center of the car, pushing it up the hill, like, you know, because it was like backing it. Like it was, I was pushing the front of the car up the hill. So then yeah. it to come down to go down a hill to get into the garage area. And the guy Who was at the wheel. Someone has to be at the wheel. The mechanic was at the wheel and he almost fucking ran me over. Like as the car like starts to roll down the hill, like it didn't break or anything. I was like diving out of the way, like. Just it was like an action movie of me running out of like a air, uh, like That's you know ridiculous. runaway. So I, then they go in and they drive it or whatever, and uh, they they pull the they, you know that I watch them like they lift the car up. They literally dr- I they, they didn't even have a container big enough like thirty. They had to pull it in multiple containers. It was like thirty gallons. Was they pump it out or what? So they I don't exactly know how they did it, but they lifted the car up and then I saw them draining it out from the bottom. Huh. Yeah. So there must be so there must be some sort of gas release thing in these cars that you could just pull the gas pull the gas out from underneath or something. I don't really know but but yeah, so that's what they did. So they pulled it out and then they put 10 pounds of diesel fuel back in the car so that I could actually drive to get more fuel. Yeah. So, uh long story short, it cost me 150 pounds for the ref- the, the 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 removal of the fuel, 30 pounds of fuel that needed to be just thrown away or who knows they probably just used it and then another 30 pounds to fill the car back up so it was it roughly came up to 210 pounds which if you were to do that that was the amount they said huh that was the amount they said right pretty much but so like two like let's see here 210 pounds two dollars is yeah, uh, $304, pretty much, just to, to deal with this. So, um, needless to say, I was furious, not only at myself, but, you know, just in general, like, and I felt I was taken, av- and I felt I was taken advantage of by, like, the guys or whatever, so, um, and, uh, so we get on the road, and we were running late, right, so we were running late, and this, this took ab- about 45 minutes, so we ended up, like, not eating dinner, at that time and then going to do this hike or whatever. And uh, so we finally get to our, our hotel. So, um, and uh, we're, it's like a bed and breakfast or whatever. And it's, a, it's a very nice place. And I'm checking in and I start explaining to the owner why we're late because I, we were held up for roughly an hour dealing with the situation that I had to deal with. 
And um, I said, oh, I paid. A, and she's like, oh, that's, that's, that's funny. My brother did that last week. Yeah. And, and, she, and they live there. So he just filled his car up last, last week with, this, uh, with the opposite fuel in his car. Yeah. So, and she's like, I'll find out how much he paid. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know if I'd want to know at that point. So, I know, I know. She's like, I'll find out how much he paid. So the next morning, we're, it's bed and breakfast. We're eating our, our breakfast in the morning. I have to go because I have to go, you know, take care of some business in the bathroom. And the lady was serving us our food. And she, um, she told my wife that, that the brother paid the same amount and he was from there. So they didn't really rip me off. Oh, they didn't. Oh, nice, nice. They did not rip me off. But long story, I mean, the story is this, is that one, be careful when you're in the UK, because the green and the black are reversed on the diesel. Because it could go either way, right? If you have a, a regular yeah, yeah. unleaded car, you could be pumping diesel in and not know, or vice versa, because they're just reversed, because they're different color schemes. Two, 150 pounds is roughly what you should be paying if you do this. So, And apparently in the US, it could range from anywhere between $100 and $400 to do it in the US. Someone did yeah. the research yesterday when I told the story. And... Also, in the United Kingdom, one person every three minutes puts the wrong fuel in their car. <laughs> it's pretty much an epidemic over there in the UK. So I was thinking, like, in the US, how many times does it happen? I don't think it happens very often at all. I don't think very many people have diesel cars. Well, it's, it's weird because, like, in there, I think there's a lot of diesel cars. So, you know, when we go to the gas station here, it'll be, like, three, uh, three levels of fuel. Yeah, and it'll be like three unleaded, and then maybe a diesel if that pump t- has it. Many of the places that we were going to in the UK was either two or three of the of the nozzles, and if it was three, two of them were diesel. Oh, really? Yeah, so it would be like black, green, black, or just black, green. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what so kind were, of different diesel was it? There was no difference in diesel. They just had two diesel. They had just two diesel pumps for whatever oh, reason. Oh, so like there wasn't very many pumps. No, there was not very many pumps. And, and it's like each station has like three here. I know. What? What do you mean? Three, three. three I mean, pumps? like if you go to like Safeway Gas or something, there's maybe like ten different stations, and then each station has three pumps. Yeah. So no, each station can have four pumps, right? Because they'll have three unleaded and one diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it's like there may be four stations with some usually only two pumps, but this this particular one had three pumps, it was green, I'm sorry, it was black, green, black. So then why at one station would there be two of the same diesel? I have no idea. Is it like biodiesel or something maybe? No idea. They were the same price. There was no difference. Yeah, so I, yeah. Anyway, so that is what happened with me. It was a terrible story, and I felt terrible about it. And I kept thinking about what I could have done to kind of like with that money, but also just like the stupidity of myself to kind of like do it. But I will say once people started sharing and telling me like, oh, you, you paid what we paid or this happens a lot kind of stuff. Like I felt a little bit better. Did you it, feel it, like you did not a little bit better? It made me feel a little bit better, but I still felt pretty stupid about it. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's the story. I was, I think I told it at work and I was a little bit more entertaining. I was more animated about it, but I was so like, I was just so upset at the time that I know like, I would too. I would be more upset that the guy made me get diesel. Yeah, well, I mean, yes. So I think if I remember correctly, Iceland 
also has the reverse green black. So last time, last I mean, occasion, I never go by color. I always read the thing. Yeah, but you know, it's just I've spaced out. So and I think I last time I did this, it was like in Iceland, and I think I squirted like a little bit of diesel into an unleaded car, like literally yeah. just like like a little splooge of diesel into there. A and, splooge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But apparently diesel is way less um, – diesel fuel is way less damaging to an unleaded car, but vice versa, unleaded to a diesel car, it's destruction, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And also if you put, like, just a little bit in, like, let's say, like, one liter and your tank is, like, 30 liters, it, it's as long as it's under the threshold of, like, I think it's some 7 or 8% of what the total is, it's fine. Yeah, it's like it dilutes – it dilutes it, yeah. But it, this, in this case, I didn't notice it until I was literally pulling it out and sticking it into the back into the. <laughs> like, oh, that was like all of it. That was all of it, yeah. So anyway, and it, all the all the people around, they were all like looking at me, kind of like I felt like they were laughing at me. But I'm certain they were. But everyone was like, "Oh, you're gonna have to back up." You know, because there was cars behind us pumping gas, and she's like, "Like the lady's like, yeah, I heard the guy told me inside, <laughs> like you know, stuff like that." And I was just like, "All right, all right, enough people." I know that is enough. super. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know. I mean, I would clearly do the same thing, I guess, but like, I would be lost in like no solution. I mean, I feel like I handled it well. You know, like I feel like yeah. I handled it well, but it. It was still frustrating. Um, For sure. How was the hikes, though? The hikes were amazing. Um, I could. I don't want to go into too many, too much details, but I will say we did this one hike called the Quirang. I think. I, let me see if I could spell this correctly. So you, I, it's like so you Q. Can spell U, it correctly. No, spell it correctly. The, <laughs> it's Q U I R A I N G. The Quirang on the Isle of Sky. Uh, if you did a, like a Google search of that right now, Q U I R A I N G, and just did images on that, um, yeah, it's it's freaking ridiculous. It might be one of the greatest hikes I've ever done in my life. Pretty, I mean, I can't even, I can't even think like the can't beauty. Even? Yeah, the beauty is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There was also another one called the Old Man of Store, S T O R R, not the old guy at the store who's like chewing tobacco and like you know like. I'm talking the old man of store, S-T-O-R-R. And then oh, also yeah, you were saying too that like um you thought basically Game of Thrones just took all their names from Scotland. It's true. For instance, we were driving on our way down to the Isle of Skye, and uh, we saw this thing called the the Wester Ross path. The Wester, you know, like you know, because you know the world's called Westeros. Yeah, Wester Ross. It's like Western Ross or something like that, Wester Ross. And I was just like, God, that's really close. And as, and it, we keep seeing signs for the, you know, access to the Western Ross Trail or whatever. And then it's like, we're, we're literally driving down and then we see, now you're crossing the River Bran. And I was like, <laughs> what, the River Bran? <laughs> and, they have, and then we're like, oh, this is, the, this is a, a famous like military install, uh, uh, base here up in, uh, the, uh, in Scotland called the, the Black or the Night Watch which is like yeah. very close to the Black Watch. Um, and then, you know, the, the, you know, up in the north was a very warring society, you know? Yeah. Like up in the highlands. And it very much, where it's like snowy, like in, you know, all that, it very much reminded you kind of like the, um, 
you know, like the, the wildlings on the other side of the wall kind of thing, sort of. Yeah. It's, it, there was just a lot of, it felt sort of similar, kind of, a little bit, but not like Similar-esque? It's, yeah, exactly. And the weather was crazy. We we got snow. It was it was Oh, yeah, snowing. snow. That's crazy. That it was snowing? In the end of April, yeah. And it was, and they were like, well, we, you know, someone was like, well, you were in Scotland. But even even if that's the case, it wasn't the case because... The people I don't imagine news- Scotland being snowy. I mean, I have no idea, but well, they're pretty north. They're almost the same, you know, latitude as as Iceland and stuff. But it's it's um, even it's rare. Do you get they? I mean, it seems rare that you would get snow on you know effectively almost May there. You know, um, so but the one thing I did want to talk about just a little bit longer is I went to some distilleries for the first time. You know, like Scottish whiskey. Yeah. And I, you know much about Scottish whiskey or anything about whiskey? Uh, I mean, kind of not like in particular, I guess. Well, I mean, I learned a ton about it, but it's interesting to know that the original whiskey wasn't brown. It was just white. You mean was, like clear or it white? It was clear. It was clear. This clear. Oh, yeah. I did not that, know that. Yeah. They, they really only started doing the barreled stuff like, um, you know, when they started getting the barrels from America, pretty much. From the like huh. bourbon inch. So then, like, was it still called whiskey? Well, it was. It, it comes from like uh, a Gaelic word, and I don't know the exact origin. I can't remember the name of it. Actually, I'll look at the Gaelic Gaelic uh, origin whiskey. It's there's a word. It's like I would say it's like um, like it's some. It's it doesn't sound like it, but it's like it, it's. It's called. Uh, it's a wait. Hold on. Now I can't even find the the history, the etymology. But effectively, it's some la- long name, and it's like wish wish something or other, and it and then it came to wisha, and then it became to like whiskey kind of thing, like that. It got anglicized over time. Huh. Um. It's yeah, and it's 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 sort of interesting, and so there's like a, mu- a bunch of different areas for whiskey in Scotland, and so you'll hear this a lot, like lowland. Highlands, space like Highlander, right? So I was at the castle where they shot Highlander, actually. <laughs> and um, but uh, so I, I learned a couple things. I learned about distilling, which I, I didn't realize. You know, when you make beer, if you just distill that beer, you can make alcohol, like grain alcohol, like you know, alcohol. And I didn't even know that. I didn't know that was like essentially you make a beer and then you turn that beer, you distill it twice or and sometimes three times, and you make a potent like alcohol mixture and then you dilute it and then put it in a barrel and that's pretty much it that's pretty much huh. the... i mean I, I didn't know like you i you could do it with beer actually well it's uh when they make so it, it, you know it's the process so when you're doing the tour you ever do a tour of a brewery or whatever it's it's like you take the barley then you you sort so you soak it and uh it's it, whatever it sprouts then they dry it out and then they make a mash ton which makes the wort then they throw that, they crush it, they dry it out, crush it up or whatever, and then they get that thing, they put it back in, put it with hot water, and then they add yeast, and then it bubbles up. That's like beer, making beer or whatever. That's exactly and, beer. Right, exactly. And that's exactly how you make whiskey, except after you get that 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 uh, wort, I guess. Is that what it's called? Yeah, wort. Yeah. Um, they then take that, put it in a still, right? Heat it, heat it up. Well, they filter it out, heat it up, and then it uh, it the alcohol like uh, evaporates up through this top, and it goes through this like big funnel thing, and yeah. so the t- and two of the places have the same kind of like 
we went to two of the places. I think only six distilleries still do this, but it's like a giant copper tube in a cooling tank outside. So it takes the alcohol vapors and yeah. it quickly, it quickly um, uh, turns it back to liquid through cooling. Yeah. And then it comes back into another still. So like it comes through again. And so I think the first pass, it goes to like, 20, uh, like between 20 and 30% alcohol. Then they run it again and it gets up to like 50% alcohol. Right? Yeah. Uh, where Akintosh, uh, Akintoshin, which is another distillery, they triple distill. And so they run it through again and that gets to 80 proof. Yeah. That's or crazy. 80%, excuse me, not 80 proof, 80%. And then after that, what they do is they dilute it with water and they get down to like 46, 40, whatever. Depends. It's, yeah, it's I know a, that they have like cask strength or whatever is before it's diluted or something. So cask, so cask strength is, um, yeah, it's slightly, it's sort of like that. It's slightly diluted because they're they're kind of like adding a little bit of water to the the mixtures itself. Um, and there's a bunch of different. And I learned all all this stuff is very interesting. So most of the, if not all of the the whiskey is being done and aged in like old bourbon barrels, like from yeah. America which I didn't even realize. So they're taking bourbon barrels, but then there's other ones like uh, sherry. And then uh, there's two types of sherry and I forget the other one. And then there's a very specialty ones like new Oak, American Oak. That's like one, one use, two uses. And then also some red wines. They'll put it in red wine barrels. So when you hear like three wood or something like that, they'll do like 12 years in a bourbon barrel. Right. A year in... Oh, they switch uh, barrels? I didn't know that. Yeah, so like when you hear, like for instance, like you'll hear like like three wood, if you've heard, heard of like a three wood or whatever, yeah, they'll finish it in like different types of barrels. So they'll do 12 years in one, one year in another, and like nine months in another. Something like that. And so that then those that's how it gets the these this rich rich texture and flavor to the uh, to these wood. But, you know, the ones where you hear like... Um, single like single malt stuff like generally those are just in one barrel for like 30 years or whatever yeah that's and, what yeah yeah that's like the classic thing so apparently now uh so i don't know if you know this but whiskey itself could only be in like to be considered a whiskey there's a couple things specifically but one of them is that at a minimum it has to be in a barrel for three years that's it three years that's all you need so what is it if it's not that it's not a, you can't it's not it doesn't mean what is it, it then is what I mean then it'd be some it wouldn't be scotch whiskey nor it would be some just whiskey probably oh I thought you said for it to be whiskey no to be scotch whiskey there's like you know what oh, okay. like, yeah yeah no, I know that they have like requirements like that yeah yeah that exactly and frankly I have no idea and by the way like the the, the size of the barrel right also helps with the aging process. So the smaller the barrel. Yeah. Brand like, surface. And you were saying like it's rules about, they just put like basically wood planks in. So there's more surface area and you can make the taste change faster and stuff, but it's well, against the rules. Yeah. That's against the rules. But like, you know, in the U S or you know, like bourbon and there might be rules for bourbon and stuff, but yeah, if you're like a, 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 a small distillery in like Washington state and you don't want to like age, you know, you don't have 10 years. To like age a, a whiskey because you have to kind of like um yeah like you need to like have a product sooner yeah so effectively what they do is they 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 use smaller barrels or they'll infuse they'll just throw like wood chips into the barrel to help it get the flavor yeah faster. i mean that seems like way better 
Yeah, it's just like, and, and the more I've, and oh, also they said a lot of times that the, because, you know, you're effectively making grain alcohol, it's just alcohol, um, that the, it, while a, a whiskey is being, like a company is starting, they'll generally save half the liquor and use it for other spirits like uh, gin and stuff. Because they could, you could effectively use that base liquor that they make for any sort of spirit. So they they'll use they'll make gin as a byproduct or vodka as a byproduct uh, while to sell to make money while their whiskey's aging. Huh. And um, yeah, so that's so it, it's it's kind of an interesting world. But the the more I realize it, the it, it's a super like I feel like it's a fake. A fake business it the mystique has gone away for me and um and so it, a couple things you need to know so think from like a east to west or east or i should say low east to northwest kind of like that direction the more the more uh southeast right the, the less smoky because they don't actually put like a peat in they don't dry out the bar the the oat the barley with the yeah peat. yeah they don't add smoke to it, but the more north and west you go, and then just ultimately in the aisles is the smokiest. It's the weirdest thing, and it, it's very consistent. So, like if you were to look at a map, the, the smokiest whiskeys are the furthest west, and the lightest whiskeys are the the furthest south. And so there's Speyside, which is on the River Spey. How much? And, uh, how much of that span did you guys go on? I mean, like, did you go all the way across the country? I did, we did, we did three, yes, so we did three, um, we did three distillery tours. We did one in the lowlands, which was in Glasgow. We did one in the highlands, well, two in the highlands, but one in the, like, right in the middle of the highlands, so it was, like, right dab in the middle, and they didn't use any peat at all, and then we went to Talisker, which is in the Isle of Skye, and yeah. there, but theirs is, like, smoky, theirs is super smoky. And so um, it was, uh, I, I came back with a bunch of different types of whiskey, like ones you could only buy in the distillery kind of thing. I, I got some cast strength stuff. I got some like special friends of kind of like distillery can only be found in the distillery kind of situation. Like you can't buy them retail. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, it, it, and I, I, one last thing. So do you know the, the, the reason why everyone space side is like, I think 60% or something like ridiculous. All of all whiskeys are made on the Spay river, which is in like kind of like North central part of the country. And yeah. two, there was two reasons. One is the Spay river was an excellent source of water. Cause you need a ton of water to a, uh, yeah. wet the, wet the bar, wet the barley. And then also distill the, distill the like liquor with water to get it to be the right kind of like thing. The reason why they did it was one was the water source, two was the tax reasons because it was so hard to get to. The ta- they they were they get taxed on they used to get taxed on making liquor, and yeah. the, the so they would they went up there because it was really difficult and they would have lookouts and when the lookouts would come they would say hey the tax man told me so they would quickly disassemble all of their equipment, and uh, yeah. uh, right and so that when the tax man came they wouldn't see any processing and then they would reassemble it at night and make the liquor at night at, at moonlight. And that is the origin of the word moonshine. But I didn't. I thought moonshine was something different than whiskey. Moonshine is effectively the same thing as whiskey, but you don't age it. Oh, yeah. 
It's just that clear byproduct. And the thing is with moonshine, so in, in whiskey production, there's a, uh, they call it the heart, right? Which is essentially the first five minutes of the pour and the last five minutes of the pour or something like that in these tanks are kind of either toxic or just no good because there's like chemicals in it and stuff. And, uh, but the right in the middle, which they call the heart is the best part of the liquor. Moonshiners and bootleggers and stuff, right? They in the is different because they're probably using everything on the pour. Yeah. And you know, like don't drink that moonshine because it'll make you go blind. Yeah. It's because it's not because the, the the liquor was so strong. It was actually because there's chemical. There's the the yeah, the, it's the bad alcohols. It's it's the bad alcohols that it's from the from the actual copper pots that were b- being used to distill the liquor. So that and it's and so moonshining. So uh, most, if not all, of the 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 whisk, like bourbon industry was started by um, Scottish people who left the country due to tax reasons to go to the United States to kind of like get away from all of the tax problems that they were getting in Scotland. Yeah. And the, interesting. Well, you're well. Something happened to your uh, audio there. That was wacky. Oh, what happened? I just went. Mm. Was that I it? I don't know. Yes. No, it just like got echoey and hollowed out. So that oh. is that is the story of whiskey. And uh, I learned so much. My palate is, I feel like a little, I, everything I drink was refined, way refined now. That's cool. And, yeah. And we'll also, crappy whiskey again. I, and one thing to of note, Johnny Walker, you know, Johnny Walker, red, blue, black, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you know there's no actual distillery for Johnny Walker? I did not. They don't make their. They don't actually make their own whiskey. All Johnny Walker does is buy. They buy barrels of whiskey from other distilleries, and then they just combine them, and to make their blends. That's is that that's cool, right? I mean, I guess it's cool, but it, I guess my point is is that the the mystique, the mystique of Johnny Walker like blue and black. It just seems like why even do that? Why even buy something like that where you could just go straight to the actual brand because itself? Because you can't get the mix. They mix. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I never really had it or whatever, but. But anyway, so yeah. Anyway, I feel like you could you could probably easily somehow create liquor easily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, distilling stuff's not that hard. I think the only thing you have to worry about is explosions. Two out of the I know, three, yeah. All you have to worry about is blowing stuff up. So two out of the two out of the three distilleries that we had been to, but Talisker and Delwini, had both exploded at some point during their run. And um, Akintoshin, which is I really liked Akintoshin, um, they also had an explosion. They were bombarded in 1941 by the Germans during World War II, and oh, they yeah. got and then different kind of explosions different kind of explosion and uh the uh the tour guide had a little dig on the germans because it's kind of hard to find it because you have to kind of like wrap around a couple ways and like dig in he's like whenever i have german he said he's he said uh whatever germans say oh we had a hard time finding the place because he said germans come there a lot to do tourists he's like he says he always responds back well you didn't have a hard time finding the place in 1941 (laughs) so anyway (laughs) So those are my stories. If anyone wants to talk to me about Scotland, shoot me up on hit me hit us up on Twitter, and I'll give you some tips because I got a lot At of fresh empire. We're also watching it now, like because we're live, or in the future we're future live. So yeah, hit us up. 
Yep. So uh, let's. We uh, got anything? You got any interesting stories to to tell me? Uh, let's see stories. I was still trying to fix my computer, and USB three is. I'm all for it, but it sucks that the drivers for it are crappy still, in general. And there's a device limit, like that's much lower than USB two. So I haven't been able to get my USB 3.0 laptop to work to do the show because I can't run my sound card and my camera at the same time, which is dumb. But so wait, you, well, you can only run one device at the same time on the USB? No. It's, well, it's more, like, more complicated than that because each USB, uh, each USB controller has so many like, nodes that it can have, and like, one device can take more than one node. And so my sound card takes like a lot of nodes, but because of the driver for USB 3.0, there's a limit to the number of nodes, even though the, it can handle more than that. But so like, yeah, having my sound card and camera, like it maxes out the controller, but laptops only have the USB 3.0 controller on them. So then like you can't, and then there's a bunch of devices inside the laptop that are using the same one. Well, that's pretty, that's some, that seems like garbage. It seems like a yeah, pretty I mean, it's, it's just a it's an oversight in the USB three driver, even though the standard can handle it. So and they haven't updated that yet. So I haven't got it to work. But most of the stuff says that you should just change your USB three port to USB two and then it can handle more devices. Because <laughs> that standard, like they have the driver working better. But on my laptop I can't do that because you have to do it in the BIOS. You can't just do it with a um, driver because it's like a, like a more hardware thing. But I got my desktop working, and um, uh, the problem with it is the SATA disk controller was broken on the motherboard, so I just ordered another one that came. This is my new SATA controller. So I'm going to put that in there, and then my desktop will work better. And uh, then I also got a... Uh, SSD that I'm going to replace my other hard drive with just to make it like faster so then my desktop even though I'm going to use my laptop more because I have the dock that like uses all my monitors um, it'll, like my desktop will be faster too. That's cool I'm so. glad to see that you're making some improvements there it is frustrating yeah. to know that like it's not working as initially intended but I know. sort it out over time so uh, and, Game of Thrones by the way oh sorry go ahead uh, yeah, Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, so uh, I, as I came back on Tuesday night, uh, I came into work on Wednesday, and the first thing you said to me was not, hello, Peter. It was, did you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> I know. Well, I already said hello to you on Messenger. I, well, no, you didn't, that's, I'm, I'm exaggerating for the audience, but it was roughly this. Oh, It was. Back. It was one of the first things I asked. And I was like, no, I did not watch it yet. So um, I, I ended up watching them one last night and one before work this morning because I'm jet lagged and I'm working up at like 5.45 a.m. So I have a lot of free time in the morning. And uh, boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. How do you? I think the season you... seems pretty good. It's like definitely has a different feel, I think. It's like because they jump around more, which I like, but. Yeah. Like... I, so you, we were talking about this earlier. I personally think that Tyrion's story with the the uh, whatever the bald guy. Oh, also, the, spoiler alert. Yeah, for people. 
Oh yeah, I'm not. I wasn't going to do too much spoilers. I was just uh, saying. I I was I liked Tyrion's interaction with the uh, bald guy and the dragons and the town and all that stuff. You said you didn't so much like that. Is there was there any reason no, why? I, mean, you didn't? I didn't like. It's definitely like he's not as cool. But I was just like pointing out the technical fact of like the dragon thing was kind of dumb. Oh, because the pins seem to be pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, like, those were huge. And, like, there's no way, like, he, like, gingerly, like, you know, like, pulled it out and it's, like, it's all, like, super easy. So, like, it wasn't even locked, basically. Like, he didn't but, do anything. But do you think that potentially that the dragons were just obeying their masters by not, and they didn't want to pull them out? Maybe, but, like, still, then why even have them? I, dragons be dragons. They just want to eat. Dragons be dragons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, no, I like I like watching, and I like that Bran is back. Oh yeah, Br- yeah, I know. But he has aged. He looks like a full adult now. Oh, I guess I didn't pay that much attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, in the, the because you know he wasn't in any episodes last season, and I totally for, I forgot like there was these characters that were with him. I just totally forgot that storyline pretty much. Completely. I know I kind of did too. How uh, old is I, like how much time is supposed to have passed in the show though? Probably, I don't know, three four months maybe two two months. Oh really? That's three, it. Oh yeah, and like he's all way older. Yeah, he's just like way older. I mean, it seems like that. I don't know. I I could be wrong. But it's definitely no more than a year, and he's definitely aged significant. I mean, I mean, he was. This is what always happens to these child actors. There's always like one or two years where they go from like incy beansy cute kids to like awkward or like full on young adults, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I. But anyway, it's it's funny if you watch like Harry Potter or whatever, you could kind of see them grow up. Um, oh yeah. But I really, I really liked it, and I thought the end of the second episode, not to spoil anything, but I will say this, uh, one of our coworkers today, because we were talking about it, I guess he didn't realize, I didn't realize that he hasn't really watched the show that much. Wait, who? And, uh, Andreas. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and apparently he got totally spoiled. Like, the biggest thing that could possibly be spoiled was spoiled when um, our other coworker mentioned it and was, like, kind of staring at him. And she was like, blah, 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 blah. And, and he told me later, he was like, no. Oh, he always has his headphones on anyways. I know, but he said there was like a two-second uh, silence. It was between songs. And as the two-second, like this one song was ending, <laughs> and the other song was starting, the spoiler came in, that little window of time. That's awesome. Like, it's like the greatest spoiler of all time that was done. But anyway. So um, we we got to touch on some other stuff. Trump looks like the presumptive nominee. For I president. know, yeah, that was the cruise dropping out. Like, yeah, I mean, is it because he technically couldn't like win with numbers, or like I thought that they would stay in until the end? I mean, like, well, here, you look, I I've been kind of like paying a lot of attention to this whole uh, to this whole she- she- shebang, and what happened was they they hinged a lot of their. Uh, future i should say like the contested convention to um to winning indiana yeah and and then trump came in and over the last two weeks pretty much just crushed it yeah and not only did he win places like pennsylvania uh and uh, kind of like some of the, the five states in the northeast quarter but then he won 
in Indiana, which is where they were kind of like, it was like their last, kind of like, you know, their last stand. And at that point, it, it became inevitable that Trump was going to get the majority of delegates and not it wouldn't go to a contested convention because Indiana was a winner-take-all state. So do you think that... um. Do you think they'll do something weird and try to like not have Trump like no, in the convention? Done. No, it's done. It's going to be done. He's going to get all of the. He's going to get it. It's done. It's pretty much. But I mean, like, they, I thought that they could just do something weird with their and change the rules. They can't do it now because he. They can't change the rules. If he gets the majority, it's done. They can't like if he didn't get the majority, they could have done so much stuff to like screw him. But now it's too late. It's if he, once he gets that twelve thirty-seven, it's over with. They can't do anything to stop him. <laughs> he's unstoppable. Well, he's. I mean, it's. I don't know if he's unstoppable, but he's definitely going to be the quote unquote. And they're. This is what they use in the media now: the presumptive nominee for the Republican Party. <laughs> yeah, I know they're still talking about it. It's weird that the. Um, yeah, the media is totally like against him, but like. It's weird because there's two narratives that are happening right now in the media, right? The first narrative is like, there is no chance in hell that Trump is going to get the presidency, right? That's the one narrative. The other narrative is, oh my God, but what if he does? That's the, that's the other narrative. And there's like all these scenarios where they're essentially bringing up all of the states. Because, you, know, you know, there's it's kind of like electoral process right so you have electorate and you have to get the majority of the electorate to kind of yeah yeah and so they've been looking at all of the different states over the last kind of like three elections on what states went democrat and what states went republican and what trump would need to do to actually pull off a victory so there was a wall street i think it was wall street journal had six um five the five likely scenarios in which trump could win the presidency a lot of them hinged on like five states I think Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, Florida, and there might have been one other one, uh, maybe Colorado, maybe. But bottom line is, there's there's some easy there's some ways that he could he could win uh, based off of what we know historically about Republican kind of like voting patterns, and there's also one possible way where it could end in a tie you mean with him in the democratic yes in the general election yeah in the general election yeah and i so if you if you you were to i could share that article with you and or even with our users um our users our listeners um yeah there was definitely a a possibility for a i think it's 269 tie or something like or one six i forget it 216 i can't remember but there's a, a, a situation where it could potentially lead to a tie and if that's the case apparently it goes to the house of representatives huh yeah but i think it's weird though that um even fox news and everything it seems like that's their base and like i don't know why they're like do people like against fox news now i mean that's funny that trump totally was like you know against whoever the one girl was, but. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think, so I think it's, it's kind of like, what is, this is a complicated thing and I'm not really qualified. I'm not like a socio economic, like I'm not a professor of politics. I'm not, you know, but here's my take on it. On what I've heard and kind of like taking what I've heard that I kind of like think is interesting or agree with is that many of these things have started since Obama's, 
the first midterm election from Obama's presidency. So in 2010, yeah, with the Tea, with the tea Party and I guess the, the like the Freedom Caucus or whatever they call it. Yeah, and and Ted Cruz was sort of like part of that wave of people, which these were perceived as like outsiders. Okay, and Trump seems to have um, taken kind of like a lot of those. Uh, the the traits of those people and those politicians and yeah. like took it to like 11 and and so much so that Cruz like Cruz would have been the outsider in this election yeah i know right right but he was trump was so outside of the outsiders that cruz became like an establishment candidate i know uh, yeah that's crazy Right. So, so, and Trump, so I don't know if you know this, but Trump was like a birther. Like he was asking for Obama's birth. Do you remember this birth certificate shit? No. Like when? Like maybe like five years ago. Oh no, I didn't know that. Trump was always asking, saying Obama was born in Kenya. He, that was like Trump's thing. He was like, he's a birther. He's a truther. He's like all sorts of fringe crazy. Like, and he just latched. Five years ago? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is my point. So he's taken a lot of the, what I would say, quote unquote, conspiratorial slash kind of zany, somewhat racist standpoints and kind of like rolled with it. And that has really been that kind of like Tea Party base. Yeah. No, I mean, my, my point's not how he got people to follow him. Well, I mean, no, I don't really know how but, that is. I just don't see how, like, it seems like the fuck like the whole thing is that they don't care about what the actual message is they just want to say what the people want and then like get them to follow them and he's doing a better job at that right but i guess my point was is that the what trump represents is not what fox news necessarily represents fox news represent fox news was a quote unquote center somewhat more right uh, leaning anti-liberal, um, anti-liberal kind of like news organization. Trump is taking a stance that they're they're part of the establishment of the Republicans, and the Republicans haven't been able to do anything, including criticizing George W. Bush and Mitt Romney, who were beloved by that Fox News people. Like Trump came out and said George W. Bush is like a failure. He was a terrible president. Which yeah. no one would ever say on Fox News ever. That's true. Yeah, it's like the, a different view. Yeah. So, so Trump has kind of turned the Republican Party head over heels because he's the anti-establishment, anti-establishment. Does that make sense? I don't. I can't even say that. Like, yeah, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of like they're in a hard place because they have to all kind of like fall in line because they're that they're Republicans, but at the same time a lot of the things he's saying are anti their core beliefs. Yeah. So this, you know, a lot of people are saying that this could be the end of the Republican party. I don't necessarily believe that, but it yeah, could I don't be that's the case. I mean, but like it's definitely going to be an upset, but I will say that it probably will spell disaster. If this does turn out to be a landslide victory for the Democrats, whoever that is, let's assume it's Hillary Clinton. They could potentially lose the Senate. They could potentially lose the House. They could potentially flip a bunch of states permanently. 
such as Arizona, which has historically been a, a Republican state, by criticizing Hispanics, the Hispanic vote, there's many more Hispanics that haven't really mobilized and gone out to vote in that state ever because they're marginalized and they, they, you know, ID laws and all that shit. If they're able, if they get so infuriated and they go in and vote, they will freaking take over that state. They will take over yeah. that state. So the, this could be a potential flipping point for that state in particular because of Donald Trump and his point of view. So anyway, we'll see what happens. I, I'm really hoping it's not Donald Trump because I would be pretty disappointed if that were the case. <laughs> yeah. It would be pretty disappointing. But I mean, I guess he represents the American people. Yeah, if that's but the case. He, if he re- here's the thing, he may represent at that point the the I guess the majority of the electorate, but he would not re- represent me. I know. Now, well, you, I mean, I don't. There's a broad range of people, but like. There are a lot of people that like Donald Trump. And that is, sure. that's like, that could be, like, that's what it's showing. That's America. And that's the problem. I think that's, that's, that's. It is a problem, but it's like just what it is. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't make it, just because that's what it is doesn't make me have to, to put up with it or feel okay with that. No, yeah, that's true. But it's like, it's not like wrong. I could, I could, yes, I could absolutely say if Donald Trump... Because they're just as upset about your non-majority views. Yeah, and I'm saying... they're the majority. Right, well, here's the thing. (laughs) Guess what? I'm just going to go on the record. In this case, I don't often say this, but maybe I do. I'm right and they're wrong. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I like, I don't disagree with that either, but just as like, you know democracy goes <laughs> there, all right let's let's put it this way there hasn't been a candidate who has had zero polit- held zero political offices yeah to be a mainstream candidate i think ever like really? no joke yeah no joke like i don't think there's ever been just like some person who's just like i'm gonna run for president because i feel like it and then got that nomination huh well uh, so even for the nomination hasn't been. I mean, because he's not president yet. But then, if he was president, yeah, I'm I'm talking from the main two parties. Like, what about Bill Clinton? Governor. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming it was other stuff, but I don't know. He was a governor of Arkansas. Oh, he was a governor. Yeah, did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about uh? What about the um movie actor one before? He was the governor of California, Ronald Reagan. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, governor of California. So they were usually like governors. Yeah, I didn't. There's got. I bet there's one. I mean, I don't know, but there's. I don't think there. Yeah, no. There's. There's tons. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. It's pretty screwed up. And I think that's the problem. It's not so much like he has no experience governing. He has no experience with foreign policy. He has no experience with any of this stuff. So even if you think, like, let's just say, even if you think Hillary is you know, like corrupt, which I'm not saying she is, and I'm not saying she isn't. Let's just say you have the viewpoint that Hillary is corrupt or is is a little shady. Let me tell you something. Hillary Clinton has given her life to government and public service. And there's no doubt in my mind that it when she sits if she wins and sits down at that at that in the Oval Office, she's not gonna fucking lose her shit and do something stupid because she's been there she was fucking Secretary of State. She's been a senator. She was the first lady. She's she's seen everything, everything and everything. Yeah, I know. She, she's she, like way experienced. 
She's so fucking. Ex- she might be the most experienced politician to ever like run for president of all time. <laughs> it's like the and opposite like, side of the spectrum. And, and so, so like, there's. I feel comfortable. Like, even if like I don't believe her character is of like the most like high level as it possibly could be, I feel comfortable that she could go in and do the job. And and if you like what you have now, you're just gonna. It's gonna be status quo. You know what I'm saying? If you like Barack Obama, then you'll like Hillary Clinton because they're pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I think Obama, if when Hillary gets fully gets the nomination and Trump fully gets the nomination, Obama is gonna and Obama is gonna campaign the shit out of this place, out of the everybody everywhere in the world, Obama, everywhere in the United <laughs> States, he's gonna campaign for Hillary so hard. I think he's going to be a really positive influence for whoever is the Democratic nomination uh, nominee. Yeah, for sure. that's true. Because, because I think right now, if you were given the choice between any of the candidates, any of them, right, on either, either side, the, yeah. like Ted and Obama, I think many people would still vote for Obama over any of them all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obama's favorability right now, I think, is hovering around 60-something percent. I think the favorability for Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are somewhere in the high 30s, low 40s. Uh, yeah. So, politics, man. Politics. So, uh, man, we're kind of running a little late. Did you see Prince? They, did you hear about Prince? So with the last episode we were talking, I was kind of feeling bad about Prince dying. I mean, they yeah. Finally, I mean, I finally got the our uh, cover-up that was Prince last episode. But uh, no, I didn't see anything about the album. I did hear about... Another album. I didn't know. I think it's a Beyonce has a HBO thing. I didn't. I I I know she's been not Beyonce. I might be getting that mixed up. But there's some sort of HBO video slash album that like you can only listen to on there. Oh, I'm not. I think Beyonce had like an album that was on the that her husband's um streaming service. And I know yeah. it upset a lot of people, but I think it was ultimately released a couple weeks later on a lot of other places. Um, no, but Prince. So, what about the Prince one? Well, the Prince one is that they he had no will. Oh, he had no will. I thought I figured that he would. Nope, he had no will. He had no any sort of executive. So, fifty percent of all of his assets went to the state, and the other fifty and the other fifty percent went over to his five siblings. Or something like that. And on top of that, they drilled open his vault. Yeah. Apparently he had a massive vault, like one with like a big wheel, like kind of like a Yeah, old yeah, yeah. Vault. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. So anyway, he opened up the they opened up the vault and they said they could release a new Prince album every year for the next one hundred years. Oh yeah, I know I heard about that. But who gets them? So it's gonna be controlled by the siblings. Whoever the that's so I'm not sure who in that family is going to do it, but that's what's that's what's going to happen with it. So there's like no chain of real custody. They're going to have fifty percent goes to the state. Yeah, fifty percent goes to the state. Of if his they money. not have a will in that state, in in uh, Minnesota or wherever he's from, yeah. Huh. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, Fresher, do you know who is poised to become the United States national mammal? Oh my gosh, no, I had not heard this. This is exciting. You want to take a couple guesses, the national mammal? I mean, I can see it on the thing there. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, you know, build you up. Could have, you could have lied. You could have said, <laughs> well, is it a rabbit? And I would have said no. That's true. Not. I could have lied, but yeah. well, I thought that the... genuinely you thought that I didn't know, so. 
No, I I assumed you could read what I put in the document. But I yeah, thought you're like, oh, I forgot I wrote it there. <laughs> the, it's the bison. The bison. Yeah, that's cool. I love the bison. So you're so you're on board. You're on board with the bison. Yeah. What else would it be? Humans? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I was think I was trying to think of another animal that was more American, and I was thinking maybe like bear. No, like bison's black... way cooler. What about a moose? Bison. What about a wolf? Bison. <laughs> the gray wolf will eat a bison. So? Not by itself. They need a pack. I, I guess. All right, so you're all on board with the bison. Yeah, the bisons are way cool. Well, apparently the moose is the Canadian uh, official mammal. I mean, yeah, moose is pretty cool, but I think a bison's cooler. What about a like, beaver? Moose just seems kind of boring. It's like a different deer. A bison just seems like just a really weird animal. What about a, like a beaver? That's tiny. Oh, so you, oh, <laughs> so, so you're saying size? It has to do with size? What a, I so, mean, all right. size is part of its coolness, the bison. I guess. Yeah, you're right. I, I, frankly, I was, at a, I was pretty stumped. I was trying to think. I was going to put together a list of other animals, and I just listed all the animals I could possibly – mammals I, was, I could possibly think of that would be cooler. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, let's see. What's another good one, maybe? A skunk? Um, uh, <laughs> maybe the killer whale? I get, oh, oh, that's pretty. That's a pretty good one. I like that. I like but that. But I don't see how it's American at all. I feel like bison's really American. It is pretty American. I'm yeah, yeah. I guess bison's fine for a mammal, right? I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Do we have a? Uh, do we have a national? Oh yeah, duh. Never mind. <laughs> I know what it is now. The bald eagle. Maybe. Is that what yeah. Maybe maybe it is. <laughs> but, I think uh, if, cool. If if we had a national reptile, I think you have to go with an alligator. Yeah, oh yeah, alligator for sure. Yeah. Oh wait, what about cro- oh yeah, crocodiles are it's alligator, yeah. So uh I think that's, yeah, that's down. Do you have any other uh stuff you'd like to um Um no, I guess not. I mean I was gonna talk about that listeria outbreak but i don't actually know that much about it it's just news well let me let me just tell you something about that listeria outbreak i got a phone call from costco telling me that i purchased something with listeria potential really? well, listeria. that's nice of them yeah come think of it i just ate some frozen edamame i hope i'm okay <laughs> was it from <laughs> i didn't i didn't really consider that a frozen vegetable but it totally is it's so by the way i was in my head when they left the message on on my phone I was thinking of what frozen vegetables I did buy from Costco, and the only one I could think of, well, two, actually. One was frozen edamame, and the other one was my stir-fry vegetables. So I think the edamame is on there, by the way. Oh, no. I can't eat it. I just got those. You will, I'll they'll take the list thing. Check the list, but they are taking them back. They're taking them back free, full refund. Oh, nice. I'll just go bring them back, because I didn't think I could eat them all anyways. I was like, oh, why did I buy this? <laughs> <laughs> I, like just ate one today because like it was in my freezer taking like a whole shelf because it's from Costco and, well, <laughs> and I was like Ugh, I better just start eating these I haven't eaten it in like two weeks 
<laughs> so I know. Are they the ones that are in individual bags? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the individual bags, but I do too. So I was gonna say, if instead of taking up a whole shelf, what you do is you rip it open and then just shove them in places so that it, you know they're all over the place. But I they're know. Not... But I didn't. That's all disorganized and stuff. I don't know. Well, be glad you didn't do it because they're contaminated with listeria. It'll be easier to take them back in one giant bag. Did they actually say what it was? I need to like look in the list. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure Mom made from Costco on there. Yeah. Now I'm feeling kind of sick. I just ate that. <laughs> it's flu-like symptoms, right? I yeah, two people have died. That's crazy. Do they die because they don't know, or like, is it like that quick? I think I figure just... like you wouldn't. I would never expect that it was that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go to the doctor that quick just from feeling like fevery. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what the. I didn't look up the. Uh... I'm trying to see here. Let me see if I can. I have the list in front of me. How do you spell edamame? I just, I mean, Google figured it out. Okay, yeah, edamame's on the list for sure. Let's see if Costco's on here. Do you know what the brand is that you have? It's the Costco one. They only had one. Yeah, no, but I know, but it's not actually Costco. I know it, it's, it has a different brand name. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's in, it's in my freezer. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like five different. Uh, Ugh. Like, well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's this uh, organic by Nature's Organic edamame. Need to use more pesticides. That's why it happened. Is that why it happened? Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> a little here, a little there. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Yeah, if there's one thing I like on my edamame with my with salt, is a little Roundup. That's how I like it. I like a yeah, little spritz, Roundup, dude. A little spritz of Roundup right on top. Yeah, it's like the extra umami Roundup flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same um, without it. So anyway, Fresher, did you know that we're part of a a, a podcast network? Are we, though? It seems like barely if we're being, like, shut down for being only the second worst. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, if you were interested about some entertaining podcasts, go to the soon-to-be-named-network.com. Check out the podcast on our network. There's a bunch of highly entertaining content on there. Be sure to check it out. And uh, I will not dive any more deeper into that. Do you have anything else you want to add? For sure. We did do I mean, we're you're pretty excited about the puzzle quest stuff but that is for the other show yeah i'm not going to talk about that or their show or this thing because i'm going to deal with that later i'm going to deal with that later <laughs> cool no I, that's that's it for me thanks everyone yep thank you Pretty so happy is, mother's day oh shit it's mother's day this weekend <laughs> just throwing it out there well hey mom happy mother's day this is parland saying <laughs> Sayonara, muchachos. (laughs) Fresher saying, later taters. Oh, my mother's going to be so mad.